0: And welcome back to Arts on Fire. Again, Jason Sample in the studio with you, and we have a guest joining us via telephone. We have joining us on the telephone is Andy Cohen, and he is going to be performing on Rolling Hills Radio with Ken Hardley on Monday night, and Andy's going to give us a little details about his music and what to expect for Monday's show. Uh, With that being said, Andy, thanks for taking time out and talking with us today.
1: I'm happy to do it. Um, Um, Anything to promote the show.
0: (laughs) Right on. That's really what it's all about, right? Yeah. So uh, maybe a good place to start out with is for our listeners who are unfamiliar with you or your work, tell us a little about yourself, including where you're from and and how did you get into playing music?
1: Well, um, I've been playing music quite literally all my life. I'm 73 and I started playing piano when I was three. So kind of there you have it. I'm from Massachusetts originally, but I live in Memphis now. It's a good place to be if you want to study the blues, which is what I do. Uh, I got into playing music because we had a piano at home when I was little, and I just kind of dinked around on it till I could form chords and play melodies against those chords. Uh, I was about six when I figured that out, and uh, I... Kept on just playing. They tried to give me lessons, but it didn't work. I never did learn how to read music very well. I can just play it, and I don't know how I can play it. I just can't, and uh, it just makes sense to me. It's like putty; y- I can shape it any way I want to.
0: Right on. You mentioned uh, uh, you mentioned pl- learning to play on piano, but I look at your publicity photo that we have for the show on Monday night. Got a guitar in your hand, obviously. At some point, you made the transition over to uh, playing the guitar. And obviously, when you play the blues, uh, guitar is usually the first thing that comes to mind.
1: Well, the thing is that I play a guitar as if it were a piano. I play, I try to make my music complete, which to me means it has a continuous rocking beat. It has harmony. It has percussive elements. It has a melodic curve, a melodic contour, and all of those things work together, along with a lot of effects that I can affect on the guitar. Uh, you learn a lot of tricks over the course. I've been playing guitar since I was about fifteen,
0: so fifty plus years.
1: Working. Yep,
0: yep. Have you always? played blues music, or did it evolve over time?
1: I have always played blues. Uh, I I also play other kinds of music. My dad was a Dixieland jazz guy. So I grew up on Jelly Roll Morton, Billy and D.D. Pierce, and the people at Preservation Hall. And piano players like Robert Shaw, who had a piano in the back of his grocery store, in the Ninth Ward of Houston, Texas. Uh, and I've always liked the kind of players that they call, that are known in folklore as primitive or source people, the people who create the rawest kind of music. Somebody like Pigmeat Jarrett, he was a piano player in Cincinnati. He was about 107 years old when he died. Or uh, Henry Spaulding. He was a guitar player from Cairo, Illinois, and he did the Cairo Blues. Uh, it was the one song he ever recorded, and he uh, he got it out and. It nineteen twenty nine and he died six weeks later. So what can I tell you? These are the these are my guys.
0: Hey, Hello? Hey. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yep. just listening here. I'm taking it all in. Again, we're talking with Andy Cohen. He is with uh, uh, Ken Hartley on Monday night as part of Rolling Hills Radio, and he's talking with us to help uh, promote that show and talk a little bit about his music. So you play, uh, uh, you know, the, when you talk blues, it's such a broad spectrum of, of one genre of music, but it's, there's so many different avenues and, and routes you can go down. It sounds like you're really going through – to the uh, the original style of blues music, all the way back to the early twentieth century, um, when, yep. when music first started call, getting recorded.
1: Yeah, we call that we call that whole literature. It's about a twenty five thousand uh, sides, twelve thousand five hundred records, seventy eight records. And we who study it call it Piedmont style blues. Uh, we uh, I'm sorry. We call it pre-war blues. I specialize in the Piedmont style, which is jumpy, rhythmic, ragtimey country dance music, uh, which you would hear at country suppers or on the street in the 20s and 30s. Right on. It's very ragtimey. The, the same ideas that great piano players like Jelly Roll Morton and James B. Johnson and Lucky Roberts and Willie the Lion and Fats Waller were working with on the piano. Guitar players like Blind Blake and Jerry Davis and Blind Boy Fuller, Lemon Jefferson, were working out on the guitar. Just that the guitar uh, has a maximum of about four and a half octaves. piano has seven octaves, so you don't have quite as great a range. But there are tricks to extend that range.
0: So, uh, uh, up tuning, down tuning, things be, like that. I'm sorry. Uh, when you say there's tricks to expanding the range of the octaves that are available on a guitar, wh- what are some of the specific tricks like? Uh, just uh, tuning up or tuning down different strings while you, while you're playing, or how does that work?
1: Well, right. You can you can tune into tunings. There's there uh, several tunings you can play blues in, uh, D, or we call that festival, G tuning is called Spanish, and there's something called cross-tuning, D-A-D-F-A-D, which is really an F minor chord. Uh, Skip James played in that style. Uh, I've, uh, I've been into... Free War Blues, since I first heard it when I was about 15, Hmm. I heard a record of Big Bill, Brunzi, Sonny Terry, and Brownie McGee play. And I just said to myself, that's for me. And I went home and started playing guitar. Uh, I was lucky because I played piano for 10 years before that. Uh, It took me about an afternoon to learn how to play guitar, <laughs> and after I played, after I could played it through the book, learned some chords, some Bailey Cowboy chords. Uh, I just kind of already knew what to do for playing piano.
0: Right on. And when
1: I was seventeen, and not quite graduated from high school, my brother took me to. Uh, a folk festival at Brandeis University. Because, you know, I'm from Massachusetts originally. But I grew up on this Dixieland music. The people we saw that night were the Jim Quest Jug Band, Band, uh, the New Lost City Ramblers, Roscoe Holcomb, after whom the High Lonesome Sound is named. Mm-hmm. Bessie Jones and the Georgia Sea Island Singers. Uh, she was originally from Alabama, but ended up on St. Simons Island. Uh, and Reverend Gary Davis. Then in the middle of Reverend Davis's set, the Georgia Sea Island Singers came trucking back up on stage, and they had church, and they sent 750 yarmulke-wearing Jewish kids into paroxysms of ecstasy. <laughs> and I realized that I had to learn how to do that. Uh, I understood Reverend Davis's music out front. He was playing on a guitar when I was already playing on the piano. I just had to figure it out on the guitar, and I spent the last 60 years doing that. Oh. I also play other instruments, and I play other styles play a certain amount of Celtic music. and I play old-time music. I consider the music of the Southeast, the United States, to be entirely of a piece, whether it's black music or white music or Native American music. They all have story songs. They all have episodic songs. They all have fiddle tunes. They all have players with marginal techniques And players with very great technique, uh, and that's not a value statement. Uh, Players with only a little technique can be great players. Players with a lot of technique can be Hmm. over-noty. So uh, I just study the whole thing.
0: Um, Andy, I was going to say... I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, it sounds like you know you're not just a musician, but you're also an educator, a teacher, if you will, but also a historian of music. You're you're pulling out some names that I'm not familiar yeah, with, and I, I'm sure a lot of our I, listeners aren't. I mean, you you do more than just play music. You you really uh, do a lot to help promote and and uplift the style of music that that you play, and obviously are passionate about.
1: Absolutely, the thing that I'm very uh, most tickled about these days is that there are a number of 20- to 35-year-old black Americans, male and female, who are taking this music back. They want their pre-war blues back. They want their black cowboy songs back. They want their banjo tunes and fiddle tunes and jug band songs they want them they own them and they are reaching out and getting them i'm very proud of people like hubby jenkins durant paxton chris thomas king uh uh i could name it uh marquise knox john tavius willis rian and laughing um all kinds of people. Dom Fleming. Dom has has recently gotten himself a second Grammy for a record of cowboy songs that were done by black people. When, when you
0: <laughs> when you when you perform, do you play your own music, or is it always going back to I'm these uh, pre-war I'm music? Hardy. Okay,
1: I I pretty much stick to the pre-war blues and the occasional comic relief. You know, I'll sing an old-time song or I'll play a, uh, one, a Celtic air or something. But pretty much, my show is, is this old pre-war stuff, because that's where I live. That's, that's where I'm most happy.
0: All right. Let's talk about your show on Monday night. Then again, we're talking with Andy Cohen. He is going to be performing on Rolling Hills Radio with Ken Harley Monday night at Shawbox. Some tickets remain. So you're playing on Rolling Hills Radio Monday night here in Jamestown, New York. What can the audience expect? And do you have a specific set list picked out, or do you really uh, go with the moment and, and make it a sort of a spontaneous uh, performance when you get on the stage?
1: Um, I kind of decide when I get there what I'm going to play. Uh... I try to read the audience. I don't, I'm, I'm, because I'm not familiar with Rolling Hills radio format. I don't know, for instance, when they're going to put me on and how long they're going to let me play and that kind of stuff. But usually when I, 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 I'll do one of my ridiculous instrumentals or some kind of spectacular piece just to get the audience's attention. I consider it, a successful show, if I can get all the way to the quieter and subtler blues numbers like K-roll. If I can do K-roll Blues in a show, I consider that show a success. You know because that's where I want to take the audience. I want to take them back in time, south in space, I want to take them back to the solid south where life was hard. I want to teach them something. Right on. I like playing the small shows. I don't like playing big shows. There's nothing you can, that one person, unless you're Pete Seeger or something, there's nothing one person can teach a thousand people. Not at once. But I, I figure if I keep playing for 20, 30, 40, 50 people, every day which is what i try to do so old folks homes and elementary schools and all kinds of gigs like that uh then i'm going to reach as many people as some of the bigger names of the business i'm you know i'm just a i'm just a soldier you know one foot in front of the other
0: a spoke in the but musical wheel right I'm sorry? I said a spoke in the uh, the, the, the music wheel.
1: Yeah, it's just a spoke. Just, um, just you know, one little guy in my old Volvo driving around all over the United States, Canada.
0: Right now, Well, it and keeps you busy, and it probably gets you um, to not only entertain a lot car. of people, but meet a lot of people as well.
1: I do. I do, and that's that's very gratifying. This, uh, I wouldn't wish this kind of a life on anybody. Most people wouldn't want to have a life like this, but I really like it, and I, I get a charge out of doing it.
0: Well, we, we, I know that you're short on time here. You've got a, another engagement here in a few minutes. But uh, we're looking forward to having you perform in Jamestown. I'm sure it's going to be a great show. Um, maybe just to wrap it up, is there any way our listeners or people that come to see you Monday night can learn more about you and your music? Do you have a, a website yes. or albums available?
1: I do. I do. My website has the albums on it. Uh, I'm so old that I have made cylinders. I've done about 20 different projects. There's half a dozen of them up on the uh, on the website. I've got a whole bunch more coming back out. Uh, my website is www. C-O-H-E-N, andy C-O-H-E-N AndyCohenMusic.com And you can find out all about who I am and what I've done and where I've been. And, and uh, you can check out my calendar, and I publish my calendar on Facebook. Uh, you know, a lot of people have a lot of comments about, a lot of complaints about Facebook, but I really use it. I got about 4,000 Facebook friends and at least 900 of our fiddle players. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm absolutely convinced. I, I would assume uh, also people can find uh, live video performances on YouTube. I'm sure if yep. they've looked hard enough, so you can kind of get a glimpse just of... Type
1: uh in, type in Andy Cohen guitar, and you'll get three people named Andy Cohen playing the guitar. And I'm the one that plays ragtime.
0: I, I see Travels with Andy right now on... Uh Yep. on uh, YouTube, so maybe that's a good place to start. And, and that is you, definitely. So <laughs> we'll make sure we yeah. we check that one out as well. Um, I, I know we're running short on time as well, Andy. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up?
1: No, just uh, you know, tell everybody and their mother to come, and uh, I'll give you a show. I'll do the best show I possibly can.
0: Looking forward to it. Uh, I can't wait to uh, see the show and hear it here on WRFA a week later again. Andy Cohen performing along with Sean Rowe on Rolling Hills Radio with Ken Hardley next Monday night at Shawbucks. Uh, tickets are available, or you can get them at the door. And for more information, go online to rollinghillsradio.org. Uh, Andy, thank you so much for taking time out and talking with us. It's a pleasure. Safe travels and look forward to seeing you here in uh, sunny, beautiful Jamestown, New York on Monday.
1: Thank you very much, Jason. It was a pleasure.